Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Greg. Thanks for joining me today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. Prayer for Purity O God, whose blessed Son came into the world, that He might destroy the works of the devil and make us children of God and heirs of eternal life, grant that having this hope we may purify ourselves as He is pure, that when He comes again with power and great glory we may be made like Him in His eternal and glorious kingdom, where He lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in Scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. For everything there is a reason and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek, a time to lose, a time to keep, a time to cast away. A time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What gain has the worker from his toil? I have seen the business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. I perceive that there is nothing better for them than to be joyful and to do good as long as they live. Also, that everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in all his toil. This is God's gift to man. I perceive that whatever God does endures forever. Nothing can be added to it, nor anything taken from it. God has done it so that people fear before him. That which is already has been, that which is to be already has been, and God seeks what has been driven away. 
Moreover, I saw under the sun that in the place of justice, even there was wickedness, and in the place of righteousness, even there was wickedness. I said in my heart, God will judge the righteous and the wicked, for there is a time for every matter and every work. I said in my heart with regard to the children of man, but God is testing them, that they may see that they themselves are but beasts. For what happens to the children of man and what happens to the beasts is the same. As one dies, so dies the other. They all have the same breath, and man has no advantage over the beasts, for all is vanity. All go to the one place, all are from the dust, and to the dust all return. Who knows whether the spirit of man goes upward and the spirit of beasts goes down into the earth. So I saw that there was nothing better than that a man should rejoice in his work, for that is his lot. Who, who can bring him to see what will be after him? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on this scripture, I can't help but be confronted with how Solomon views change. By nature, most of us don't like change. Our bodies and our brains are pattern-seeking organs. We, we thrive when there's regularity and consistency. Even for those who are spontaneous and change every few months, that's the pattern. They change every few months. And for all of us, change is something that is hard. Change doesn't come easily. It's a learning process that takes time, patience, consistency, and work. But I'm thankful for this passage particularly as a reminder to me that ultimately the Lord is in charge of change. The Lord not only changes days into nights, fall into winter, brings life, endures death, but he is the one who initiates and brings change within us. The Lord changes us by his word, through his spirit, in community together, in the power of the death and the resurrection of his son, Jesus. Change is not something determined and dictated by us, but by him. This means that sometimes change happens and we haven't yet realized it, or we sometimes don't even want it. We don't want it to be winter and still we pretend it's summer. Can you imagine someone fighting against that kind of change, convincing themselves, convincing others, and enduring the consequences of living like it's summer when it's winter? How they would be inappropriately clothed, freeze, how challenging activities like playing tennis would be in the snow if it's winter and they still think it's summer. As silly as that sounds, and sometimes it's the reality for you and I, we fight against and don't want to embrace the season that the Lord has governed and determined for us. Whether it's being single, not having kids, having young kids, the kids being gone, being jobless, not liking your current job, whatever it is, there is a time and season for everything, as Solomon says. There's a time for everything. So as we wrap up today, I want to encourage us to embrace the season that we are given. Each season how it has its challenges and its advantages. And the question for us is, are we embracing that season of life? In reflection, I want to read verses 1 through 8 again for us to encourage you to hear from the Lord that there are different seasons in life and to trust Him in whatever season you're in. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. 
a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to tear, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. convicted by your word that you are the one who changes seasons and times. You are the one who ordains whatever season we are in. And Lord, I just pray that we wouldn't fight against the changes that you have brought to us. And even as I read through Ecclesiastes again, it's just, um, it's, it's hard to embrace the season that we're in sometimes. And so, Lord, I just thank you that your timing is perfect. I thank you that in your perfect timing, you sent your son, Jesus, and to die for us, to, to show us how to live. Lord, I thank you for the perfect timing of today. And I trust you that your timing is perfect today and this year, this month. So, Lord, thank you that you have ordained all days, all the days that we are to live all are, all are all written in your book. Thank you that we can trust you with them. And thank you that you lead us in the midst of the change and of the seasons and of every sphere and time of our life. Thank you that you are God and we can trust you in Christ's name so that through our lives and by our prayers, your kingdom would come.